Welcome to Hats, Tats, and Stats Podcast, a championship-caliber Buffalo Pro Sports Talk Show. Hats, Tats, and Stats is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at BICBP-radio.com. Bills Mafia, let me talk to you. Welcome back to Hats, Tats, and Stats. I am EZD. Joining me, Bold Claim Ben. He's back, and he brought a friend. I did. We got Micro Marrero. Micro Marrero. I, I, I forgot what we called you. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it was that or Naderade, right? Yeah, I like the Micro Marrero. Micro Marrero. It's, it's just funny at this point. we got to keep it in. You have to. You have to. Uh, Hats, Tats, and Stats, a Buffalo Pro Sports talk show. What's going on, everybody? We're here. We're doing it. And uh, the rare post game. Usually we do previews. We talk about last game a little bit. We preview, then we get into the preview of the next game. Uh, we didn't get a chance to get this one in before the Thursday night game. So we're going to do a little recap before we look forward to next week, which is going to be a little premature because obviously the rest of the NFL hasn't played yet by the time we're recording. So um, Thursday night football. It was, I didn't, I don't feel good about Bill's football right now. I don't either. Um, if that one felt a little bit better than weeks previous, however, still not great. Yeah, I I don't feel good going into games anymore. No. Well, and I said that um, before the game, uh, um, there was a couple coworkers. I'm like, hey, I'm going to the Bills game. They're like, who they're playing? I'm like, oh, the Bucks. They're not a great team. I'm like, but neither are we, so it should be a good game. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like- I, I believe your brother put it, um, the exact phrasing was something along the lines of, I think we need to have a conversation about the fact that the Bills are just mid this year. Yeah. Now, losing four full-time starters on your defense will do that to pretty much anybody. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. You can't. It, that, that's so tough, especially losing Matt Milano. That's a huge loss. Huge blow. And not for, like, our linebackers haven't been playing bad outside of that. Bernard played really good this game. I uh, was very happy with his play. You know, and... Uh, at Oliver being back helps that, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about it on the show all the time. Like, you know, and Ben, you and your brother were, you know, defensive lineman. I was an offensive lineman. Yeah. I love when the dude in front of us sucks because then I can go hit linebackers. Yep. And when I get to hit a linebacker, he's not making a play. Right. Yeah. As a, as an interior D lineman, a lot of times your job is to just eat, eat people. blocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just eat blocks and eat double teams. Free up the linebackers. Yeah. And it's funny because there was something I should, we share. I'm pretty sure I shared it on Twitter. Uh, somebody was saying how, you know, there was a, it was a video of Jordan Phillips absolutely getting bitched, yeah. taking on a double team, ending up seven yards deep and at the feet of, I believe it was, I believe it was Williams, who was then not able to make the play either. Um, and someone's like, oh, you know, like he's eating a double team. I'm like, that's not eating a double team. No. Like that, that's, that, that's just that not. That also it. being said, Jordan Phillips is a guy who is, supposed to be the rotational D tackle. The guy that you might throw in on a pass down, occasional rundown guy. He's not supposed to be your three down D tackle, no. but that's where he is right now because Because everyone because, else is hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, again, at Oliver being back helps because he is that guy that he He looked good. He does. And he's looked good all, our, all year. I will say this our defensive line has stepped up this year. I think that is one of the nice silver linings of this season. Like AJ Epinesa continues to like impress me every week. Yeah, he's the 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 guy that was doing well but not showing up showing up on the stat sheet is starting to show up on the stat sheet. So yep. people are starting to see what he's been doing and what he's been building towards. It just sucks that it's in what he's in year five right now. And there's going to have to be a conversation about a contract soon. Uh, I think year. I thought it was four. four. Is it year it four? was year four because we traded our first round pick for Josh, and he was the year after because okay. he was the second round pick and he was our first selection. Okay, so so there's still a fifth year option there, 
where we can exercise. Yeah, or actually, I don't know about that. He was he was the Diggs uh, draft, the one where we traded our first for Diggs. Because I'm pretty sure we kept our first. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, either way, yeah. Uh, he's. It's annoying that he's that guy that you're gonna have to have a conversation about paying at some point, right? Because oh, yeah. he's he's a he's at bare minimum he's a really solid depth piece that you don't want to lose. He's a Shaq Lawson. You guys have I, a lot of good edge guys. Yeah. I mean, when you look at it and you look at the roster, I mean, you got AJ Epinesa, Greg Rousseau, Von Miller coaching most of these guys up too. That's a huge piece. Yeah, and a lot of people on social media ripping Von Miller right now for not being productive. Like, first off, I would love to see any of you fucking couch degenerates get off your ass and do what he does with two good ACLs, not two repaired ACLs. Uh, he's back less than a year away from the injury. And he got a little banged up the week before too. Well, I don't know if you saw that one. Well, and is he still on a snap count, or are they taking? Oh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. He's oh, on a snap yeah. Count. It's like, what, what do you expect? I he's, mean, to be uh, to be already. honest, he was on a snap count before he tore his ACL because that's just the age he is, and we want him on our best yeah. plays. Yeah, we 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 talked. Me and you talked about this a couple weeks ago, the last time you were on the show, when we were like, I want a dude coming in fresh mm-hmm. when the offensive tackles are gassed. Yeah, we're not we're not getting a twenty two sack uh, TJ Watt. We're getting twenty two sacks via five different guys. Right. Yeah, and I I feel like sometimes that's actually better for you instead of putting it all on one guy. And when you can spread it out like that, it gives you a, a well, lot more like I, I, makes you more I've, dangerous. Taylor and I have talked about this on the show, and when you have one dude, right? When you've got that Joey Bosa, that Nick Bosa, one of the Watts. It's really easy. Mm-hmm. You just go the other way. <laughs> like, and yes, that dude can come and make a play from the other side. But and it's he's rare. Go, and he's going to probably. Yeah, like but TJ Watt but will make rare. that play. Everyone, I can while. take you off. I can take you off the field by by saying I'm going to generally go this way. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with corners. Yeah. I'm not going to throw a Trey White. Right, and well, well no one's throwing a Trey White right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Right but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, when when you have guys that can play on both sides of both sides of the field, it makes it tough. Mm-hmm. And you like you know McDermott's doing a great job, and I I'm he's doing a great job disguising coverages, disguising pressure, disguising just making it confusing of what you're looking at. And you saw it when it looks vanilla, it looks bland. Okay, well, all right, and, and, and that's, guys that's look the good. Thing. Like we're looking at this game, and I'm looking at the entire season. I have no issue with our defense whatsoever, and yeah, we gave up a decent amount of rushing yards the past three games, but that's because we're missing Daquan Jones and we're missing we two, missed two, Ad, missed at Oliver for a little bit yeah. and we're missing Matt Milano. Yeah, two, so like, two of not, our four in the middle. I'm not gonna be mad about playing second and third stringers. Like that happens. Yeah. It's it's football. Injuries happen. Like, we, I'm, I'm not gonna be mad about that. Can we talk about some of the adjustments and and I'm I'm gonna be on this for a minute here because McDermott has taken a lot of shit. You know, to the point that Ever since 13 seconds, he lost the team, and like the, the, the burnt, we should burn it all down at this and point. He's pe- pe- ruining a people. A lot of people on uh, X now are calling for his head and saying that he should be fired after this season. Can we talk about the fact That's that ridiculous. we had Jordan Poyer playing dime linebacker? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, just dropping Poyer in the box and dime sets and being like, let's fucking go. Oh, yep. Yeah. I mean, he's and a you know short what, tackle. And, and you know why we can do that? Because Taylor Rapp can fill in and, and, and play that role. Yep. Mm. And by the way, that was the bit that that was such a bullshit PI call. Mm. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> I I texted both group chats. Like every single group chat I'm in with non Bills fans, I'm like, 
I need to know if that was actually a PI call because I don't think that was. So by technical definition, yes, that's the answer. Like he, his, like their shoulders made contact before the ball got yeah. there. This asshole was getting a beer. I tried to yeah, ask him. Yeah, I was, <laughs> he was like, I don't, he's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I was getting a beer in like, the line. Gotta, Sometimes you got to get a beer, Ben. Yeah. My man's been getting into one for a couple of days. Let him, <laughs> yeah. let him, let him be in it. All right? he, he, it was the worst shit. Cause I like, I threw my ID at him on accident because my hands were so sweaty. So I had my card and my ID. So I chucked both of them at the guys. And they're like, no, you got to check his ID. He's definitely not 21. Uh, uh, like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll tell you what, man. We brought Nate to Buffalo. And Nate is definitely getting a true Buffalo experience. He got like his first like real Buffalo tailgate experience yeah, that uh, was, uh, on Thursday. I, I might have had to take a quick little nap in the back of my buddy's car, but then we were good. <laughs> Listen, Bill's tailgate comes at you quick, bud. Yeah, no. I, yeah, we uh, got aggressive. Yeah. I, I can yeah. I can tell you that uh, we refer to her as Alley Cat because when she co-hosts Common Debauchery with me, uh, she has had to take a nap or two during our tailgating <laughs> times. Um, I, I take pride in the fact that the only time I ever took a nap during a tailgate was when a buddy of mine and I decided when we were probably around your guys' age, we were going to start trying to start tailgate for a 1 p.m. game at 11 p.m. Mm. So we went to the stone lot across the street. Obviously, no one's there. It was before any of the fencing was up at any of the side lots. And we tried building a bonfire in a shopping cart and cooking food and staying warm. And it was brutal. <laughs> I, I, I remember none of that game. None of it. Uh, I remember coming to like kind of like realizing where I am at halftime. We were playing the Dolphins and Bruce was being inducted into the Ring of Honor. Oh, that's cool. And I would just I all I remember from that game is me going, thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. And like everyone looking at me like, shut up. He's talking. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, that is the only time I am. I am Captain Rally when it comes to oh, yeah. tailgating. That's so. awesome. Yeah, when we were in our in the stands, some guy so hammered. He was just walking around. He tried sharing chicken wings with me. I was like, "No, I really do appreciate it, but no, nah, I don't want your chicken wings." <laughs> I don't oh. want secondhand chicken wings. Yeah. So you know how there's like normal like vendors when you're tailgating, they're selling shirts oh, and hats and stuff. Yeah. Um, we we get a guy coming up to us. He's like shirts, hats. I'm like, nah, man, we're all good. Like we're all set for the game. And he was like, I also got Bill's chains. I'm like, dude, yeah, man, respect the hustle. Like we're all good though. Thank you. And he was like, yeah, we also got shrooms and LSD and like whatever you want. I'm like, you yeah, said, ma'am, good. You, yeah, it's okay. Listen, you said you respect the hustle. He wanted to show the hustle. <laughs> he yeah, he, no, he certainly had the hustle. Right. No, you know, you know who's you know who's hustling out there. Is the dude who walks around and sells cigars. That is amazing. That was one of the greatest experiences yeah. of my life. Yeah. He was like, Yeah, dude, cigar for five dollar, and it wasn't like a bad cigar. It was like one of it was like a thick stogie. Yeah. I was like, that's so incredible. What what that's the dude wild. what the dude does, I figured it out a couple weeks later, is he takes the cigar and he'll say, like, so say it's a an, an acid Cuba Cuba. Yeah. Cuba Cuba, whatever however the hell you say it. And it's like a seven it's seven fifty. He sells it for ten. So there's his markup. Yeah. And you're and like at the moment you're like I want a cigar like fuck yeah here here's ten bucks yeah. sweet see you later like easy money I I get a kick out of like when you buy the shirts and the hats from the people in the stadium or like in the in the lots and like you look at the logo after the fact and you're like that's such a trash logo like it doesn't look <laughs> good like but they're avoiding copyright like you know there's the ones that are they're Bill shirts but there's not a single Bill's logo on them anywhere oh yeah. Uh, my favorite is the Josh fucking Allen shirts that people sell. I got, oh, yeah. I got, I got to fuck around and find out Bill's shirt. Yeah, and I was, and I, I could, I like, I was walking out of the game, and the guys were like, "Fuck around and find out." <laughs> I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why I'm wearing the shirt. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, 20 bucks? Typical, sure. typical bold claim, Ben. I fu- you're a fucking beauty, bud. <laughs> you're an absolute fucking gem. Um, yeah, I, I do wish. I wish that I, I... I do wish I still had my seasons. Uh, it would have been fun to see... Our man here at our tailgate. Yeah, oh, that would have been. Shit. We did, hey, we did breakfast shots. Uh, even though it was at four o'clock, the tradition stayed alive. You have to got it, and that for those playing the home game, that is a maple whiskey shot as soon as the tailgate is set up. Yeah, that was a little aggressive coming right out of the truck or the car, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, that, it that's was usually seven thirty in the morning. Big shoots. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We don't again. We don't fuck around. Yeah, I was. I was glad I was kind of stumbling into the stadium <laughs> making everything more fun. He, he like texted me before the game he was like can i stumble in the stadium i'm like dude as long as you're not yakking on someone as w- while we go in they don't care yeah like, as long as you don't walk up to the the erie county sheriff's employee that is going to wand you or look at you and be like this is fucking officer yeah. you're fine yeah trust me i've tried yeah no there was uh, there were like people like driving on the other side of the road. They're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Dude, there's no laws during Bills games. It it's just so it's wild, wild west." Uh, there <laughs> are laws. It's it's called don't run into the new stadium naked and <laughs> covered in which you shouldn't be covered. Yeah, because yeah. I, I was actually I I just heard Mis- something mis- misdemeanors. One one of the rare things. <laughs> one of the rare times I was listening to the, listen to the radio. There was a report of a former uh, jail guard. I think they were a deputy at the holding center. Um, actually getting indicted and ser- they're going to be serving time for oh. for like crashing through a roadblock set up by the Erie County Sheriff's Department. <laughs> like, Karma. dude, you work for them. <laughs> like, you can pretty like that. I'm not trying to talk out of school here, but for the most part, if you do something stupid, you can be like, and just kind of show that little piece of tin in your wallet. They're like, dude, get the just fucking get out of here. <laughs> no, you fucked up bad enough that they fucking prosecuted your dumbass. Great. Um. Anyway, we're gonna get back to the bills yeah, and not the and not the experience of tailgating, which is I mean we could do an entire show. Uh, um, tailgates, yeah. We actually we did go live a couple times from the tailgate early on in the years of the show. Right. Oh, that's fun. Um, I did want to set up like a my goal at at, at one point was to set it like to set it up where we did like a pregame a live pregame show from the parking lot, and it just it never came to fruition, and the tailgate got too big to get yeah. like to do that, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, tailgating in Buffalo is a different experience. Um, I heard there were a plethora of former players just strolling all the parking lots. What? Like, I, I know I saw I no, saw no, Fitzpatrick. We like I um, saw for pa- Fitzpatrick was doing it like near the stadium. Well, he, Fitzpatrick heard, was like, also doing the Thursday night football, right? Um, stuff. Right. But he so he but he got I there knew, early and was like in the parking lot. I with heard fans. Stevie sure. Johnson was there. Yep. Um, well, and Stevie Johnson actually does some stuff locally with like training football yep. players. Andre Reed obviously yep. was the legend of the game. There was another. There was at least another one that I remember. I I really did. I, I heard at least fifteen former Bills. Yeah, that's crazy. Were spotted in different parking lots. That's, yeah, a that's bunch. crazy number. That's that's awesome. Yeah, and like that's that's one of the coolest things that like, shows it, you how much the and, Buffalo and, community means to. And you look at guys. when these dudes played. We're, it's not like we're talking about like LaShawn McCoy, who was there for the tail, like who helps break the story, like Kyle Williams, who was part of that team. We're also not talking about good football teams. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. We're talking about like the drought squads. Like yeah. we're talking about these dudes who, like, I mean, you were here when we sucked. But the fans, the, but the fans showed so much love to these guys when we were so bad that they they still want to come back to Buffalo. Like, yeah. that's yeah, and especially primetime games. Like for some reason, we just we do uh, Monday Night Football week one aside. 
we usually do really cool shit on primetime yeah. games, but um, it was fun to see Josh come out and kind of play Josh Allen football yeah. again. Um, I I don't like I don't like twenty 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 three Josh Allen. It's a Madden curse. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if it's the Madden curse. I think it's, I think it's Dorsey with his head up his ass. I don't even know if it's Dorsey. I think it's a, I, I, and this is one of the things I do think I comes think he's a little being, bit from I, McDermott. I think he's being neutered. I think they're telling him don't run. I yeah, I think, I think they're hammering this. Don't play stupid. Don't get hurt. Don't like, yeah. T- don't turn the ball over. Don't make stupid plays. Like, don't put your body on the line. And like. You know, Josh had a press conference two weeks ago, and he was like, oh, I'm trying to do this, like, low-positive approach where I don't get too hyped, I don't get too amped up, and, like, don't try to show emotion. Like, bro, football's an emotional game. That takes the whole fun And he was the game. best when he was that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, come on. That's I mean, what I, got him all of his fame, too, is, like, running through people. Yeah, and just hurt, hurtling yeah. people. Well, like, and, and that was the Buffalo Josh Allen. Like, that was what brought him the fame because, like, they're like, oh, this guy is perfect for Buffalo because look at the amount of energy that he brings to the sideline. Yeah. That is the one of the biggest reasons why I'm like, we're going to be okay when he was a rookie because he was hurtling over guys. Uh, he was yelling at the defense to uh, get pumped up and let, let's go. Let's go yeah. have a drive defense. While he was a rookie, I'm like, okay, yeah, this guy's, this guy's legit. Yeah. And, like, I, I understand – you want to limit turnovers, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at you look at the Monday night game, and we handed that game back to them by just him throwing into double coverage twice. And like, yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. But at the same token, like, I want a dude who wants to win a football game for me. Yeah. You know, I, you don't win a game. It's the reason why we drafted him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Well, we he, don't need Tyrod Taylor back it, there. And like, and that's and that's not a shot against Tyrod because he's no. he's come a long way. Because Tyrod in Buffalo was captain checkout. I hated it. He, he I, didn't suck. He no, did not suck. Yeah, he was great. I was I was saying it sucked to watch like the other side of a Tyrod game because I watched it. And I'm like, man, I like I'm not a fan of this, but we're still winning. But then we got to play a Tyrod led team, and I'm like, oh my god, this is not fun. Like he is not well, turning he, the ball over, and we are struggling because he is just holding on to the ball, and they're and still getting you, yards. And if you look at what he did. <laughs> Against us with the Giants, he still pushed the ball. Yep. He he used the middle of the field. He used the he used the sidelines, which he all he did in Buffalo was safe throws to the point that it actually got him benched for Nate Peterman in the five pick game. Yep. Like the reason the five pick game happened was because our coaching staff went, "This is not good enough. You need to do more." Now we're going with the other the other way. Like you got a dude who's going to win you a football game. He's going to go out there, put his dick on the table, and say, "I'm going to win a fucking football game." And you're saying, "Easy, big shoots." Let's go fourth and two punt and, and trust our decimated defense to stop somebody. Like, <laughs> which I, I do believe, and I don't like those punts. The first two, fourth and five, fourth and four, from midfield-ish or plus territory, my offense hasn't been clicking. The offense is doing better, but I, I don't want it to be. That could be a crash and burn situation. Right, that could be something that's. It's a momentum killer. As soon as you don't get that fourth down, yeah, you don't do it. You turn the ball over. They get gassed up. They go down and score. I get that, but also I'm fourth and two on the forty-seven, forty-six. Yeah, do you trust the play calling in a fourth and two situation? At, at, that, at that at that point, I look at that and go, "This is fourth and ball game. Mm-hmm. I get this first down, it's over." Mm-hmm. 
and I, I'm still up two scores. My, my my thing is, if we're going fourth and two, I want Josh to be under center. And I know damn well that the play call on a fourth and two is just going to be and and that's where that's where my RPO. That's where my question comes in. Where if you don't trust the dude calling the play, when that's an NFL call right there, the NFL calls you go for that. I'm up two scores, yep. fourth fourth and game, fourth and th- this is it. This is the final nail in the coffin. If you don't trust the call coming from that, then you don't trust the dude in the booth. And if you don't trust the dude in the booth, a change has change, to happen. Change oh, the yeah. call. Like a change has to happen. And I, I, I feel like Josh did that a couple of times last game. However, I do feel like like the entirety of the coaching staff does not trust Josh enough to do that more. I don't know that it's a, they don't trust Josh to do it more. I think he's being handcuffed. I think yeah, they're that's, saying, that's oh, what I'm trying to say. I, I but I don't think that's that they don't trust Josh. I think they're trying to protect Josh. Yeah, like protect I, him from his own self, pretty much. Yeah, like yeah. he, like hey, here's a dude like fourth and two. He's gonna drop. He's gonna drop back to pass. Go look, look, nobody here, and he's gonna try to run over a 300 pound defensive tackle to get a first down. And we don't need our franchise guy doing that here. At the same token, you want to win a fucking football game. Sometimes you gotta let your fucking franchise quarterback do what he does. Yeah. Yep. Like, well, and that's he, miraculously. I'll. I don't want to say this. But he's been very healthy in those situations. He's yes. been able to come out of those situations, taking those big guys on, One of, and then getting up. And, and he's like and he's still playing yeah. with injury. He has been playing injury for the last two seasons. Like he, his throwing shoulder is not healthy right now. One of the one of my favorite coaches I ever played for used to tell us all the time: you cannot play football afraid to be to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't. Yep. You cannot play this game. Half speed, half assed, afraid to get hurt because that is when you're going to hurt yourself. You have to embrace contact. You have to embrace the violence. And what does Josh do when he's playing him, himself? He's running people over. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because if I'm initiating contact, I'm probably not going to – not that I'm not going to get hurt, but the odds are probably less that I'm the one that gets banged up here. Mm-hmm. Yep. If, you, if you're expecting to get hit, you're expecting to take the lumps, you're expecting to get beat up a little bit, it's a lot easier to get beat up a little bit. Yeah. Like, how do, how do linemen do it? I know I'm getting hit every fucking play. <laughs> yep. The only time I'm not getting hit is if I blow an assignment or they overload the other side and my guy drops off. Mm-hmm. And I go, cool, I'm going to play 55 snaps today and I'm going to get hit 54 times. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. like, but you anticipate the, the violence of the sport. And when you take that away from it, it we've seen it. Mm-hmm. There have been times he could have walked to a first down. No, 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 don't run. Mm-hmm. Don't run. Protect yourself. Well, I did see him slide, though. So that was a, yeah. That he was did a slide. Yes. I like that. I I will say another silver lining is I like the way James Cook has been running running this season. He's been he's been doing great. I don't know great. He, no, no, he's been no. Doing he's enough. he's been great. He's been great. He's got like he's like top three yards per carry in the league. Yeah, and like he's near the top ten in yardage. Because, like, however, he's been doing fantastic. However, if you get into a third and one situation, I want Josh with the ball. And I'm I'm saying that just directly because I think there is more time for our offensive line to fuck up between Josh getting the ball and handing the ball off to James Cook. I don't. Our offensive line hasn't even been bad this. They year. have not. Here's here. So one of the biggest plays of the game that people kind of like are questioning the call on is third and goal from the one. We have Josh and shotgun with Murray in the backfield with him. Yeah, and takes the takes the takes the snap, delayed handoff, 
Murray runs into the back of two linemen that kind of got stood up, and we lose two yards. My thing there is I don't mind being in shotgun there, but I need that to be Cook. Mm. Because Cook, I think, is quicker and more agile to, 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 just because of the style of player he is, that he can see that being stocked up and maybe cut one way or the other and find the hole that there was there. If we're going to do that play, I want, if Murray's in the backfield, I want Josh under center so Murray can have two to three steps of steam mm-hmm. going downhill toward the line. Well, that's exactly what he was in there for. And if you're not doing that, then you're, yeah, you're if, just shooting if, yourself if, in the if foot. You're gonna, if you're going to run off a power back, do not run it out of gun. Right. Mm-mm. And like this, this was akin to me of back when we had Frank Gore and Dorsey was calling the shots, and we'd be, oh, look, here's goal line. And they know we're going to try to run just off tackle with Gore. And it never fucking worked because it's the only play he had. And he couldn't, he wasn't fast enough to get outside anymore. He didn't run hard enough to go between, you know, between up, like up the gut anymore. So there's one play he ran on the goal line and it got stopped almost every time. Frank Gore, Bill's legend. <laughs> Fra- Frank Gore played on 39 teams in a 32 team league somehow. <laughs> but yeah, Bill's, like, Bill's legend. Same with Latavius Murray. But like that's that's just what it reminds me of. Like it, it, it's that look of like we're not playing to that player's strength. I want Murray going downhill. Yeah, I want Cook to be able to read and adjust and cut because that's what Let's he does. Let's get Reggie Gilliam in there. Give me some Reggie. Fuck, he's been pretty good for you guys in like key situations too. I love me some Reggie Gilliam. Oh yeah, I I enjoy the guys that are like the the two and three on our roster, like in, in depth that like. Make splash plays one time. Reggie Gilliam was our third string tight end because no, he was our second he string. He was a second end. string tight end. Yeah, because we decided to make Quentin Morris inactive. Uh, he was hurt, I believe. He was. Yeah. Oh. So we only had we Dalton only had Kincaid. Kincaid. And what a game for the young lad. And listen, so all of a sudden we come out with Kincaid. We run eleven personnel almost all game. And obviously we're going to be without Knox for a little bit unknown how long Morris is going to be, you know, if he misses any more time. We need 12 personnel in the package, but I don't think it needs to be our base. No. Give me give me 11 personnel and give me tempo. Yeah. Like I I first first drive was fantastic. Mm-hmm. First drive out of, out of the half was fantastic. Running tempo, the right personnel. Look, we spread the field out and we didn't need to throw the ball 26 times to digs to move the football. Davis was open. Shakir was open. Yeah, it kind of felt like that twenty twenty one. Yeah, where Bills. you could, like remember the Bills where, where we the, had a guy open at all times. We were one like one t- touchdown reception from one random person away from breaking the NFL record for the most people to catch a touchdown pass. Yeah, on, on we had franchise because well, we had like Quentin Morris and we also had Tommy Sweeney catch one. And yeah, all, <laughs> Tommy Sweeney touchdown. Kyle Williams awesome. caught one that year. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like that was, I think we had another we had an offensive lineman catch uh, one too. It was uh Dawkins. Yeah. So I mean we had two linemen catch him and everything we like th- th- there there was one I forget who it was. It was somebody who played maybe it was like a young McKenzie who they were like if McKenzie catches a touchdown the Bills will break the record. Was it was most- it Duke Williams? No. Dude, I, Duke <laughs> Williams. I wanted him to be so good. I know. I wanted him to be so he just, good. He just wasn't. It was okay. The but, amount of people uh, that I've wanted to be so good is yeah, R.I.P. Broncos. Dude, the past eight years have just been shit. Well, well, you don't want to talk about somebody having a good game. Talk about Shakir. He had a career high like ninety-eight yards. Yeah, that was pretty wild. But that I'm not. I was just not surprised because I I've been watching this guy develop, and I'm like, 
he like he felt like the he was because what he was last year's like fan darling. Yeah, that like he he kept, he caught a couple balls in preseason, made a couple people miss, and everyone's like, "Where is this dude? Where is this dude?" At some point, we do have to t- trust the coaches to like listen. Put the right players on the field at the that right time. Like that dude's doing that against guys that are be going to be bagging groceries and you know working on plumbing next year. Like he's not doing that against NFL caliber players. He's not doing that against starting corners. And all of a sudden, he gets caught up to the speed of the game, and now he is. Mm-hmm. People take time to develop. I mean, yeah. I'm, not everyone is going to be a 19 to 20 year old stud yeah. out of the draft. As we, like, the amount of people that we, like, I wish, I wish we could have recorded the argument in Cooperstown between your brother, <laughs> Big Diesel, and Statman went toe to toe on the Bills draft. It was awesome about how uh, the Bills have not drafted well um, because we. That that was Austin's yeah. uh, thing is that the Bills have not drafted well because we have not hit on nearly enough first round picks. But at the same time, I don't care if if my fifth round and sixth round guys are playing like first round guys. Who cares? Yeah, I I drafted a corner in the sixth round. He's now starting and doing well. So ju- just just pretend we took him in the first and the other guy in the fucking sixth. Who cares? Yeah. And, oh wait, because we because it worked out that way. He's cheaper. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also the same thing is like everybody overlooks all these even undrafted people. I, I mean, I'm gonna bring up uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, or I, I think I just butchered his name. The, the new running back for the Broncos, he was undrafted, yeah, and he's a stud now. Yeah, so it's yep. like it doesn't matter as long you just play the game and you ball out, you have fun, you go out there, do a job, and then you fucking play. It doesn't yeah. matter where you got drafted. That's why you got Tom Brady he was the last guy in the draft. And one of the best football players up. So, on on that same vein, is Brock Bur- is is Brock Purdy a fraud? I don't think so. I uh, really, don't. I think he's in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Is is he the next system quarterback? Probably. I mean, so we we make the comment about system quarterbacks all the time, right? And we we used to say it about Brady, and then he went to a different team and won. Yeah. And the question is, like, did he take the Like, did he bring the system with him? Like, did they run the system like a similar system? And he had probably the best overall receiving core he's ever had. I mean, so were they record-breaking like when we, he had Moss, Welker, Gronk, and Hernandez? No, but that was prime Mike Evans. That was prime Chris Godwin. He had Gronk. He had Howard. Like, I mean, oh. oh, you shut it off. There, there. Yeah. Don't touch yeah. it. Okay, no more touching. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> no touching. No touching. As yourself. Um. I kind I kind of look at it like that, um, that touching's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of look at it like does the quarterback play well despite the system? And I think that's like Josh is obviously not a system quarterback because no matter what the system is, Josh is going to make a fucking play. That's my favorite Dolphins fan argument. Josh is a system quarterback. What system? <laughs> there's, there's no system. And then that's the same thing with Mahomes. Like, Mahomes is not a system quarterback because no, when shit goes south. he can south, just make plays. Yeah, yeah, he'll make a fucking play. But, uh, yeah, I... Jared Goff, system quarterback. A very good one. I. Uh, he's done pretty well. Yep. Out of that Dar- system. Derek Carr, when uh, he was with the Raiders and Dar- doing well, was also a system quarterback. Did, Derek Carr. Did well with his system. Derek Carr is quarterback purgatory. He's yeah. good, in, like, and I, and the Raiders have found out because they're still in in purgatory with Jimmy G. He is he is good enough that if you move on from him, you're probably getting worse. Mm. The next closest option is you're 
taking a parallel step. And what have the Raiders done? They took a parallel step. step. Yeah. Like, Jimmy G was not a good pickup. I I don't think that's Josh McDaniels getting in his own way. Yeah. Well, (laughs) he's also hurt because uh, Brian Hoyer played in the the Bears game. Yeah. Animal. How is he still in the league? Quarterback. That was. was, Yeah. I. Do you remember when he was supposed to be the next guy for the Browns? That seemed like. Ages ago, and he's we, still playing in the league. Can we talk about how many guys were supposed to be the next guy for the Browns? The best yeah. thing is the jersey with all of the names yes. that are just taped yeah. under it. Yep. And it's like all the way down to the back there. Brady Quinn. Rip. Br- Brady Quinn was supposed to be the dude. You know what he is the dude for? Absolutely ripping on Deshaun Watson's uh, personal trainer. <laughs> the One of the funniest interactions I've seen on Twitter slash X. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, I love I love when dudes who didn't make it rip on dudes who probably should be. I mean, I, and I'm on record on a lot of these episodes saying that Deshaun Watson, before the whole happy ending incidents, incidents is 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 is, is three hours later is 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 is, yeah. is uh, you know probably he was the a, most the most talented quarterback in the yeah NFL he was time. MVP caliber. I mean, we're talking about a dude who played for the Texans. First off, mm. he had D Hop and nothing. Yep, yeah. he was he was going to win an MVP with Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien as yep. his coach. Yeah, I mean, he, he had D-Hop, who again, I've said on the show, he's probably the best overall receiver in the NFL when, his, when he was in his prime. You name anything that anyone can do, and there may be people who can do it better than him. So, like, Tyreek is faster than him, mm-hmm. but Tyreek doesn't run the routes, doesn't have the hands, does like... There's so much more that he does that yeah. I, he was easily top three, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, easily top three at the time, in my opinion. And what are you doing now, bud? <laughs> Hanging out with the Browns, watching other, dudes, watching other dudes play football and win football games. Yep. The Browns are weird, man. I don't know how to... They, like, always, they always will be. Yeah, I don't think they will ever defense. not be weird. Miles Garrett <laughs> is balling his he ass is. off this year. And yeah. they, were, they will always be a quarterback away from being a good team. I don't want to hear the fucking quarterback away. Yeah, well, again. okay. okay so, you, uh, let's talk well, about the Broncos. You want to talk about the Broncos? Because they were a quarterback away, but now I think it's so very apparent so that you guys need to rebuild. Here's the problem. They were a quarterback away... And then they said, we're a quarterback away. Let's go get the quarterback and fire our coach. Yeah. That which made no sense. Mm-mm. No. Like, to say you're a quarterback away, I mean, because that, I mean, we're, we're talking two, three, three seasons ago now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally watched this Broncos team hang with the top tier of the NFL, and you literally went, if they had a dude who could fucking sling the ball a little bit, if you put Jimmy Garoppolo on that team, they 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 push for a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. If you put Derek Carr on that team, they push for a Super Bowl. If you put it's, it's QB Purgatory on the Broncos it's, from three they, years ago, they were the Forty ers oh. They were the Forty ers except instead of Brock Purdy, they had Drew Locke. Yeah, and I wanted Drew Locke to be good so good, so bad. Yeah, because if you had a quarterback, yeah. <laughs> And then you're hanging with the Chiefs in your division. I'll uh, never forgive Elway for drafting Paxton Lynch. That, uh, that was such a waste of a first round pick. I don't even know where that guy was from. Was it Memphis or Middle Tennessee? One of the two. Memphis. I don't know. He sucked ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's bagging groceries now. Yeah, sure. Uh, wasn't he XFL? Yeah, he was an XFL guy this past year. Uh, USFL, maybe. 
He I don't was, know. They, yeah, I, I think they the, merged. Yeah, uh, he was on the uh, Michigan Panthers, and he got sat for uh, McCaffrey's younger brother. Nice. Yeah, he nice. should go over in Europe and play and figure his life out. Not good at football. <laughs> Get sent to Europe. Confirmed, that, not that, good that, at football. That's like the NBA version of you're going to China. <laughs> you're you're yeah. going to Europe. You better learn Chinese, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know what to do with the – like what to think about the Broncos because it's it, – I don't really like Vance Joseph defense. I thought it was going to be a good transition from him being with the Broncos, being the head coach, building that defense up. And it was a pretty good defense when he was there. Offense was again, shit moved to Arizona was doing a little well. Like he was doing pretty well with Arizona's defense. We ended up getting Ben powers and then he came back. You know, we, I wish we would have got Vic Fangio back, but you know, right. only so much you can do. I like the Sean Payton trade, and I think that it could be good because Russell Wilson's actually playing football this year. Like, if you look at his stats, his stats and Patrick Mahomes are actually pretty similar. I don't have them off my – no, I'm, I'm not even kidding. They're pretty – Keep talking, I'll pull it up. Machine. Huh? This Keep is talking, why we I'll got the Google machine. I, honestly, the, the Broncos, in my opinion, uh, keep Sean Payton, blow up the rest. Keep Sean Payton – and Pat Sertan blow up the rest. <laughs> or or you could trade Pat Sertan. No, no, no. The only thing that I hate that people are talking about getting Pat Sertan is that I agree that he is definitely worth like all of the first-round picks that we can get, and getting the draft capital would be perfect. But that's a franchise guy. That is your franchise right there. He is young, a stud, been in the league for a couple years, and he's still got – that's like trading Champ Bailey before like, you know, he got into the prime of his career. In my or it's like trading away a Marcel Darius where you he's in the prime of his career. All of a sudden you trade him to a team and he's just not that guy anymore. Hold on. Uh, you can't hold, say that about Pat Hold Sertan. on. I know we call you bold claim, Ben. That may have been the boldest claim you've ever claimed on this show. Marcel Darius being on plane. With current Patrick Sertan, Marcel <laughs> Darius was being benched regularly when we sent him to the Shitsonville shit you ours, where he basically fizzled out into nothing. He was. I, this is so bad. This is such a bad claim on your end. <laughs> I ha, I saw a Facebook status of my own Hand from up, two days ugly. ago when we traded him, and I was like, "Hey Jacksonville, thanks for taking this piece of garbage off my team. He sucks." <laughs> I don't think a single Broncos fan would say that about Patrick Sertan. The most cynical pe- uh, Broncos fan on the planet wouldn't say that about Patrick Sertan. <laughs> what are you doing? We're here. You're on mute for a minute. I got put you did. You did, you did get put in timeout. Out. That was I well can, deserved. I control the board. Uh, <laughs> on the statistical side of things here, Patrick Mahomes, 2017 yards. Russell Wilson, 1499. Oh, okay. Uh, let's maybe go. I, let's maybe go. I was lying. Let's go. Completion percentage. Keenan Allen, hundred <laughs> percent. This is stupid. Sam Darnold, hundred percent. Drake London, hundred percent. All the guys that throw one pass. Yeah. I I could have swore I saw something that it, it, their stats were comparable in some categories at least. Uh, Mahomes, sixty nine point six percent completion. Nice. Have to go to page two. That's never a good sign. Russell Wilson, sixty-six point four. That's yeah. not bad. No, it's just it, it's those random one-off dudes at the top, yeah. like the guys who've thrown one pass, like mm-hmm. as a receiver. 
Well, I saw something too that was comparing Russell Wilson's stats this year to Geno's too, and Cortland Sutton to DK Metcalf, and both of them were doing better than. So the Broncos were doing better than the Seahawks in both those categories. But it's like, it's really not a gauge if they're winning games and they have less stats. And what is that really telling you? It's like, okay, you suck a little bit more, but you're still winning games. So it's like you you, you just take what you got. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it just I I did this a smarter way instead of going to the and sorting mm. by all the bullshit. Um, the only category that Russell Wilson is beating Mahomes in is yards per attempt. Mm. Yeah, because that first game really you're fucked. out of time. Open. Thank you. The first game really <laughs> fucked Patrick Mahomes because yeah. you know Kadarius Tony decided to just surgically yeah. implant concrete and, bricks into his hands. And the, like, not only that. But he didn't look good either. No. Like, the throws weren't quite there. Like, he just, he looked a little lost. Uh, let's see. Completions, 185 for, 185 of 266 versus 142 for 214. Percentage, 69.5 to 66.4. Yards, 2017 to 1499. Oh, sorry. So, it was rushing yards per attempt. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 7.6 to 7.0 in yards, uh, 15 to 13 touchdowns. Six picks for Mahomes, four for Wilson. Wilson's been sacked 20 times to, yeah, our, to the seven. Yeah, our That's line tough. needs some help. But, I mean, I like uh, – I do like Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles, Lloyd Cushenberry could probably go. I like Quinn Miners being a D3 guy from uh, Whitewater. Love um, a good D3 guy making a splash. Love love the dreads, man, or the locks or whatever they are, but yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. I love watching him play, though. I wish he could play out with his, like, tucking his shirt up more often, but we, we won't talk about that. Because he was the belly guy yeah, yeah. at the senior game, yeah. and that was the funniest shit ever. Love a good belly guy, too. <laughs> ben would know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am Gibby. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, because I don't know pretty much everybody on the Broncos for sale right now. I would not mind losing Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy. Or Samaji P. Ryan. Even like a, a fifth-round pick for Samaji P. Ryan or something. We could definitely get something for him. You think they trade away Javante Williams? I mean, no. I, you, you got to think about it like this. If there's a team that's willing to trade for a running back, I would take it, especially with how undervalued the running back position is becoming. I think the Titans are going to start shopping around. Because I, I've seen some some talks I, about I've Derrick Henry. That. They're moving on from Derrick Henry, so I could see them trying to make a bid for a couple of our running backs. I mean, Javante Williams, Jaleel McLaughlin looks really good, so I wouldn't mind keeping him. Kind of a Philip Lindsay kind of guy. I loved watching Philip Lindsay. I play. love Philip Lindsay. Yeah, I'm sad he's not in the league anymore. But uh, yeah, I don't. The biggest problem we have right now is our O line. I don't even really know on defense. It's, it's just. I don't really. It feels know if like I'd you like got a whole lot of nobodies other than your D backs. Yeah, we got Pat Sertan, and Justin Simmons, Simmons, Kareem Jackson, who's out for another two games. Like I, I really can't name. I really can't name um, any of your defensive linemen except for the ones that got cut the past couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Losing Frank Clark and Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory going to the Niners makes the Niners a very scary team. That's insane, because he's a starting caliber player coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean that—that's what we talked about before uh, with the Bills 
uh, in this podcast before with me and Jaws is that when you got guys coming off the bench completely ready to go against an offensive line that's tired, oh, yeah. that's hard for the offensive line. However, when you have a ready-to-go Randy Gregory coming off the bench. That's scary. That's that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> not great for that offensive line. No, and it still sucks that we're eating mo- like a lot of his salary too. So I think we're paying like I think it's like ten million to the Niners four or some shit like that. Yikes. So it's it but when you have the wealthiest owners in the NFL that kinda helps. But Well your wealthy owners should make some uh, better decisions. Yeah, they right? need to make better decisions. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's management or I this is this is the one time that I will a one hundred percent blame coaching because I do not like Vance Joseph's defense one bit. I thought I was gonna like it coming back. I, I uh, that's one of those defenses that's been in the league for years now, right? Where like everyone wants to copy the Vance Joseph defense, but I feel like it's one of those like one of those defenses that like looks good on paper, but in actual practice. Isn't the best. Yeah, that's why I liked E.G. Rowe Everett kinda last like, year. Kind of like um, you want you want another bull claim here? Oh, Absolutely. I'm I'm still trying. I'm trying to tag Austin in your bold claim yeah. too. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like you're, a, you're earning a live tweet here. By yeah, the way, yeah, that, that's great. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a uh, a Rex Ryan defense. Like it, it looked good on paper, but in all in like practice, the Rex Ryan defense really wasn't that good. They're talking about bringing Rex Ryan back. For we're the Broncos, gonna, yeah, I heard that. We're going to have an old-ass coaching staff, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to have an old-ass coaching staff. Dude, they're all I would, I would not go anywhere near Rex Ryan. No, I, Fuck that I dude. hate that shit, but I, I don't know what they're trying to do. He is, he is a player's coach. Mm. But I mean, I really don't know what other team to is the, really struggling as much as the this day, are. I will say this about Rex Ryan. Till this day, I thought he was going to the college game right after he was with the Bills. I feel like he would be a decent college coach. Oh, yeah. I feel like if he simpled up his defense, especially with recruiting and stuff, I feel like he would have been a fun college coach. Oh, for sure. I mean, you, you want to talk about a hype man. Yeah. And it's like that's 90% of coaching is hyping. Yep. Like, go go be the hype man. Bring in somebody who's going to run the defense you want them to run, and you can oversee it, and then just talk about building bullies and you know yep. have a good three year run before NCAA sanctions you for actually putting a probably a bounty on someone. <laughs> <sighs> it kind of reminds me of the, I think it's the defensive, or yeah, the DC for the Giants. I can't think of his name. Yeah, you're lost. I don't know. He's kind of the same build as Rex Ryan, so that's where I was getting that from. Was it Rob uh, Ryan? <laughs> dad, dad, dad bod time, times two. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. I, and but he had some pretty sick Oakleys on. I'll give him that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, gotta have swag. If yeah. you're gonna look like that, you gotta have swag. Yeah, that's the best shit. That's the best thing that I like when I see like Lamar Jackson and uh, Justin Jefferson when they wear their their new new nice Oakleys with like the shit that goes over your nose. Sorry, I'm really into sunglasses, so I can get on a rant, and no, I won't go into that. But no, listen, I get it. Yeah, no, wait, it's we, we got we got the pit vipers. Mm. I know you're not a pit viper guy. You're an Oakley mm. guy. It's like the great value Oakley. I appreciate yeah. the guy. I, I, I mean, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> the the fact that I can get knockoff pit vipers for five bucks on Timu. <laughs> that is that is fair. The the stare that I caught from Ben from that. If it, yeah, well, okay, can we talk about the fact that my favorite picture of Ben 
looks like he's trying to channel his inner Fitz magic. My okay, my my boss picture. printed out that picture for my first day at New Era, and now it's like hanging up at my desk. That's hilarious. Yeah, you got it on your phone. You got to show me that. It's uh the one that uh, Joe took. I don't think I, you showed me that one. It's the it's the one where he's got like a jacket on, but it's unbuttoned, and his chest hair is showing. He's oh, got his yellow oh, yeah, graphics yeah, yeah, hat yeah. on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. What you're he printed about. this one out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the best shit ever. Yeah, that's like Fitz Magic and Burt Kreischer had a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we did call you Burt Kreischer after we, that. I did. Definitely. Yeah, I. There were because what there was that one. I compared you to Bray Wyatt with one of your, yeah with one of your one of your football pictures this year. Yeah. Right yeah. Ben is yeah, Ben lost. is a man of a thousand faces. <laughs> I, I was I don't watch much WWE, but they they lost a good one, man. Yeah, a creative genius. Yeah. Creative genius. Um, I don't want to talk about that because it's going to make me sad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, who, who are the Broncos playing this week? Not the Dolphins. Mm, Thank God. Maybe the Chiefs. Oh. That's oh. going to be a good game. I'm, call, I'm, call, I'm calling it. <laughs> Let's go. Divisional matchup, good game. I, They're going to cover the spread. How's that? I, I will say the I Broncos. The like six and a half. The Broncos usually do play the Chiefs tight. Divisional games are tough, yeah. man. Divisional yeah. games are always tough because you build your team to beat your division. Well, like, and that, it, that's like the freaking Ravens absolutely crushing the Lions, but the week before, they can't do anything against the Steelers. It's the classic low-scoring Big Ten version of a Steelers-Ravens game that we get all the time. Yes. Yeah, because you build your team to beat your division. That's why it's really, really funny of all the shit talk that the Dolphins, like all the Dolphins fans talk, <laughs> and they're like, what? One and nine against Josh, like since he joined, like yeah. Oh, we built our team. We like you're, it's a Ferrari that runs out of gas when it when it plays Buffalo. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, you got I, you had a nice little interaction with a Dolphins fan, right? Oh uh, yeah, let's end because we're we're out, we're almost out of time here. So tell me uh, before me, we started before we started recording, I was told that there's a story of Micro Marrero getting a Dolphins <sighs> fan. Tossed out of a Bills game while he's wearing his Patrick yeah, Sertan so, so, jersey. So, like, I just, I just want to set the tone. You yeah. got to set the tone. I, I, I will set the tone. If we were to say this story, like, no one would believe it. You know, this man is wearing a Broncos jersey, talking shit to a man wearing a Dolphins jersey. I wasn't talking shit at a at a Bills Buccaneers Thursday night football game. Okay, so wild. We're going through the like the the fucking fences or whatever. I, before this happened, I saw another guy. He had a, a Coach Prime shirt on, so he was like... Love you know, Coach we, Prime. We big, were talking big back Coach and forth. Prime guy. We're both like, yeah, fuck yeah, Colorado. We're, yeah, it's awesome. So that was cool. And then like 10 seconds later, I fucked up. So I, I, was, I had a little bit of like adult juice. So when I, I, I just... I had just enough where I looked over at this kid. I was like, this guy's wearing dolphin shit. That was bad. I think it was his dad came over and was getting in my face. I was like, dude, I'm wearing a Pat Sertan jersey. You guys kicked the shit out of us. It was 70 to 20. I got no shit with you. I was just pointing it out. I was drunk enough to say. Right. So he, he ended up getting in my face, and I was, like, trying to apologize. And then my buddy, Corey and his girlfriend ended up taking me away, and they told me that he was getting talked to by security guards. And I feel like shit. Paid for a ticket. You want to go to the game with your family. I totally get that. Didn't mean to do that. But, yeah, no, that was a fucking wild start to the game. No, fuck that. You paid for a ticket. You walked into hostile territory wearing a division rival's jersey. And got into it for Broncos, man. That was wild. <laughs> over, over the fact that he said, 
hey, this dude's wearing dolphin stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, I, I have been quick to anger in my day. I have had some issues with anger management, especially in my younger years. <laughs> I will tell you that I have gotten pretty pissed off over some pretty stupid shit in my time. I try to be better about it. I have never once tried to fight someone for saying, hey, he's wearing a shirt. <laughs> like, because that's what you said. Hey, yeah. this dude is wearing a shirt that has this name and this color on it. That's it. That's all you said. And this dude's dad wanted to fucking throw hands. Yeah, it was. I don't know, <laughs> buddy. Like seven different people came up to me and they're like, "So, how was it losing seventy to 20? I was like, "Yeah, it sucks. It's yeah. okay. We're bad. It's it's, <laughs> it's okay. We're bad. I can't I can't argue that." And then like, and, like, and, that, and that's so shitty because like we're Bills fans. We may not have ever lost seventy to twenty, but we went seventeen years. Without without with, with, without a playoff. That was that was the beginning I, of my life. I'm I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if, was that was my childhood. If memory serves, the Broncos have won three Super Bowls in that time. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I would. It's tough tough position to talk shit from. Well, honestly, he was he was saying that the whole tailgate. He was like, "Listen, I got to witness the Super Bowl." Like you guys, have not, the, the only response I was catching was just 70 to twenty, man. I'm like. Yeah. 2015 three, Super Bowl. Three. Uh, 2015. <laughs> three, three Super Bowls while you guys couldn't make a playoff. Come on. Like, I don't know. Ed. I am. I. There are sects of Bill's Mafia that I can't stand. And then, like, and it's again, everywhere. It's I, everywhere. Start, I, I start the podcast off with Bill's Mafia. Let me talk to you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Come on, guys. But that's, no. uh, that's awesome. I, listen, I when we had our seasons. I regularly had to contain myself from throwing hands with the guy that sat behind me the mm-hmm. first two years because this was the dude. He's your. He's the gloom and doom Bills fan. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, we suck. We're terrible. I like, feel well. like every time I go to the game, there's at least one around me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was guys. Sa- in- well, Sabres as well, but that's also Sabres. So. There were guys in front of me <laughs> screaming to fire Sean McDermott. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. There are th- probably. Who are we gonna hire? Twenty-eight teams that would take him in a heartbeat over oh, what they yeah. already have. Yeah, yep. like, I, I don't know why you want it. He's a, he's a pretty good coach. I, I think he's a great coach. Yeah. And again, I, I've done the math on it. Like, oh, he hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. It took Andy Reid twenty years. Yeah. And well, he, he also got fired once. Okay, and that was during a full rebuild of the team, not when the team was at their peak. Yeah, that's um, kind of part of the job. I, I got into it with somebody on Twitter. They were like, oh, it's happened. Here's every example of when it uh, of uh, a team that fired a coach when he had a winning record and then went on to win a Super Bowl with the next guy they hired. And there was like six or seven. I was like, and every single one of those, the dude had a winning record. He was barely above 500. And his last two seasons, they were sub 500. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was the it was the downturn. It was the, the crash and burn phase. And they went, we're we're done here, mm. and they moved on. Yeah, like imagine the Bills going to the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl this year, and then going seven and ten next season. Mm. You know how many people that's happened to? It's happened to Sean Payton, Doug, and then he won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson, like, and, and then but then he won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, it's frustrating. But the Doug Peterson one is probably where most all those Bills fans lie. That that want Sean McDermott fired because yeah. that's what the Eagles did. They won a Super Bowl next season. They didn't do well. Doug Peterson out the door, and then they're back in good form. But 
Syria. It took it, it took it took him a while to get back there. Yeah, I mean, and it, I didn't see listen, the need for it. Thir- Thirty-five coaches of five hundred and twelve, I believe the number is, have won a Super Bowl. That's not a big number, boys. That's insane. Yeah, I it's did. like point zero six percent of people Holy who shit. have been head coaches of the NFL. That's like, wild. And only and only Bill thir- Belichick keeps on fucking winning them. Well, and only thirty one percent and of that of that point six percent or point zero six percent, whatever it is, only thirty one percent of that have won more than one. So yeah. to say like, oh, go get Sean Payton. He won a Super Bowl, and odds are he's not gonna win another one. Nope. Yeah. That's, like that's well, was it was McCarthy the coach when uh the Packers won one? I don't remember. Because if if that is the tr- truth, like he, he only has one. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like again, thirty-five people have one, have, have one or more. Doug Peterson, one. Yeah, Pete Carroll. Well, Pete, one. Pete Carroll as a head coach. One. Yes. Yeah, they could have had two. You know, Correct. Should have had two. But, but I, I'm pretty sure he has running back in the league. He has a, he has another one as an assistant when he was with the head coaches. Patriots. We only talk head about head coaches. coaches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Well, thanks for stopping over. Thanks for yeah. uh, getting picked up to come over. <laughs> getting, thanks for the ride and thanks for the invite. Yeah, getting picked up after a takedown. You know, because sometimes you got to get, get into one after you get into one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee she doesn't listen to this. You'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if, if and listen, if she's pissed, just blame me. I'm the asshole here, not you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Hats, Hats, and Tats podcast, part of the BACBP radio network. Check us out online, BACBP-radio.com. Check us out on uh, social media, at HTS underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter, X, whatever you call it. Hats, Tats, and Tats podcast on Facebook. Like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends. And as always, go go Bills. Bills.